You're listening to Women Making Waves. Linda, when I go on holiday, I want to go and lie down and get on and have a drink of you wine. You spend your life doing that, though, really, don't I you? I do, not yes. not holiday at all. <laughs> yes, OK. You found me out, but come on. <laughs> what about this lady, Joanna Bromwich? She sounds amazing. Yeah, she said to me, I don't like to go to the same place twice. That's one of the kind of rules about going on holiday. And when they go, they don't want to sit on a beach. They want to go out and explore and find out what's really going on under the surface, which is a great thing to do. I think really an amazing to have such an inquisitive mind. It is. It's very, very good. So she did this before she was going to the Gambia. She searched, I can't remember which site she went on, but she searched for things to do. And she ran into this lady who is out there, Sandy Sanyang, and she's out there running this project. And she said, well, come and look at my nursery school. So off she went and, and she and she did that. And she found one toilet with hundreds of kids and it was like a long drop toilet, you know, with no hygiene whatsoever. So she decided to fund the building of a toilet block. And that's how it all started. She's now involved in the committees out there. And she said she's been back a couple of times. So she is actually breaking her own rules about going to the same place twice. Now, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she goes to other places as well. But she's very involved in the projects out there. And uh, in fact, Neil Whiteside and I went and looked at this project. That's on a separate uh, separate programme altogether that that, uh, that will be broadcasting. But very, very interesting place, very, very interesting people. And here is Joanna Bromwich talking to Linda Ness. I'm speaking to Joanna Bromwich, who is on the committee of Goal for the Gambia. Joanna, tell me about this charity. We're a, a quite a small charity set up by one lady, Sandy Sangyang, with a small group of committee members and volunteers. And what we do is we support education and learning and different rural projects and areas over in the Gambia. So tell me about education in the Gambia. Do all children have to go to school like they do here? Ideally, yes. However, the the reality is that there is a cost affiliated to going to school and actually sometimes if the family can't afford that cost, it is the education that will get cut first, sadly. I can imagine because even if it's a small amount, if you've got nothing, a small amount is still too much, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, Also, they have several children, so it it all adds up. It will. Tell me, first of all, about Sandy. How did she get started (laughs) with this? Well, I met Sandy back in 2012. So my husband and I just decided we wanted a bit of winter sun, found a holiday where there was sunshine involved. Obviously, the Gambia in October, pretty nice weather. Historically, I, I really don't like going somewhere and not seeing the real country. So we got in touch with Sandy via TripAdvisor, just at looking into visiting a, a local school. And it kind of escalated from there. Sandy invited us to go and, and visit a school with her. And then my friends at work got involved. And before we knew it, we had two suitcases full of educational supplies to take with us. And it, it kind of went from there, really. So it was just from a holiday. And you just got in touch with somebody who was local. Are you involved in schools then yourself? Are you a teacher? No, not at all. Um, I just I really like to see a country when you when you visit it um, and really like to see the reality. I've been on Thomas Cook tours and that side of things before, and I don't think you see it's not quite the same, is not it? At all. So you actually so. got in touch with her directly then? Yeah, I, I just put a little note out on TripAdvisor asking if anyone could give me any advice about visiting a school. Um, Sandy got in touch from there, so we kind of had a conversation online. Then I booked a visit with her and then they came and picked us up when we were in the Gambia and took us out to one of their projects. That is amazing, actually. (laughs) More of us should be doing things like that when we go on holiday. 
I think. That's a great thing to do. It was brilliant. And um, in, in reality as well, the Thomas Cook trip would have cost us £100. The trip with Sandy cost us about £15. And we yeah. actually got to see... Got to see yeah, what was really going was on, rather than actually. the glossy version that, yeah, that you will really. tend to get on these trips. So what are you actually doing in those schools out there? Well, the first school that Sandy started to help, they approached her purely because they, they didn't have any pencils or pens to take exams. So when Sandy went to visit the school, there was nothing really there in terms of supplies. It was very basic buildings. So she got involved by supplying some supplies. And then it kind of escalated as well, where people went to visit, like myself and my husband, raised some money. So within that one school, we've rebuilt the classrooms, the nursery, toilets. We've funded a, a whole new nursery block with a play area and swings. So it wow. Kind of so there. you're fundraising over here in order to send money across it? Yes. Yeah. So we fundraise here. Um, and also a lot of it is done by visitors, such as my husband and myself. So... If people want to visit, they'll tend to go out, see a project in action, come home and get involved from there. So you've really picked this up then. This has started as, a, yeah. as oh, quite fancy <laughs> seeing the locals in Gambia, but now you're really involved. Yeah, really involved. And, and it kind of all escalated from the one school we saw. So it's kind of heartbreaking when you go out there in some ways. So the school we went to see was very basic. There was just you know, a, a deep well that was completely uncovered where three-year-olds were hanging over with a cup. The nursery block was so small. They had 70 children packed into this tiny room. Probably not a lot bigger than your office. <laughs> 70 children? 70 little toddlers where quite often they would pass out or they would be asleep on their desk because it's so hot, obviously. For and people that don't know what the size of Cambridge 105, it's not that huge. No. No, and actually this is on the generous side for what I, they were in. I can't even imagine 70 <laughs> people of any size being in yeah. here. So Yeah, so it was quite an eye-opener for us. And then we looked at the toilet block, and at that point there were 400 children in the school. They had three toilets. The roof had come off the toilets. They're long-drop toilets. The floor moved. The Ooh. doors didn't shut, and that was for all of the children, boys and girls. And it kind of resonated with me that I think all children should be able to go to the toilet. Yes. It's, you know, it's a very basic thing, isn't it? Absolutely. And in the rainy season, you should be able to go to the toilet in a clean area. Yeah. So after we visited, we then went to visit a local family that we had lunch with. So we were talking to them and, and obviously met the villagers. And I guess we came away thinking... What can we do? Uh, we, you know, we're two people, but what can we do? And our birthdays come at Christmas. So this was October. My husband and I, we both had birthdays in December and then obviously Christmas. So we just decided, let's raise money. Let's set a fundraising page up um, to see if we could raise £800 for a toilet block. It kind of escalated and before we knew it, we had £3,000. Excellent. Yeah. And that was on Just Giving or one of these sites? Yeah, on the Virgin site. And we're lucky that we've got some really great friends. We had a £500 anonymous donation from somewhere. And my work are amazing. They really got involved and behind this. So, yeah, we, we kind of <laughs> raised enough for the toilets and a bit more. Are these built now? Are they... Yes, they were. Yeah, visited we visited the toilets. <laughs> we, we weren't ever planning to go back. Actually, we, we've never. We're not really people that go to the same place mm. over and over again. But once they were built and um, we saw some pictures, we decided, let's go back have a look. Um, and that visit then turned into us being invited to join the committee, 
which turned into us going back every year <laughs> ever since. <laughs> so now you go to the same place every year. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but I guess it's not yeah. a holiday holiday anymore because you will be working when you're out there. It's a mixture. I'd love to say it is, you know, it's work, but it's a beautiful place for holiday. It's got lovely beaches. We, we have a really wonderful time when we're there. And yes, we still go and visit the projects that we're supporting and we do go and meet everybody. And one of the things we, we love when we do is we run beach days. A beach day is basically the opportunity for children to have a day out. They don't have days out. It's not like here where if the weather's nice, we'll go to the oh, seaside. Oh, yes. Everyone's spoiled rotten here, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, there's even if they could, there's no transportation. There's no money to do that. So one of the things that we've implemented is every year group in the schools that we look after, at that point, they get to have this beach day. So the idea is every child, by the time they've gone through school, have had at least one beach day. And we take about 35, 40 children to the beach for the day. Just for a day of fun. Yeah, a pure day of fun. And we have cooks from the local village, so they get cooked two meals, which are big meals for them. They have sweets and treats and different juices and they play games and they get to go in the sea. So it's, it's a That amazing. must be a day that they'll remember for years and years, all their yeah, lives probably, actually. Absolutely. And actually for us, it's just amazing to see they, they turn up a bit quiet, a bit kind of unsure, and by the end of the day, they're just shrieking and running. and Like children. Yeah, completely. And they really learn quickly. So one of the things I've learned quite quickly is never start a water fight. <laughs> never ever and the one thing I learnt this year is don't start a seaweed fight <laughs> did you come off worse yeah oh yeah. dear Joanna <laughs> two little girls and then I just heard Sandy say I'd run if I was you and I turned around there were 30 children <laughs> fantastic though, having great fun what do the schools still need obviously you've got you sorted out the toilet situation but I'm assuming it's just never ending really it is ongoing so and, and one of the things that happened to us last year is we, we'd set both the schools up and we were doing really well and then we had really awful weather which meant the roof was taken off of all of the school building. Ooh. Yeah, it's quite difficult. And and actually the roofing is one of the most expensive parts of building out there. So we had to then fundraise for the new new roof. It is ongoing. I mean, obviously the school gets bigger all the time and there's more children. One of the things we do need are educational supplies, so pencils, um, just pens. simple as that, just pencils, really pens, yeah, chalk, notebooks. Blackboard, um, blackboard paint. Obviously, it's all blackboards and chalk out there still. There's no electricity in the schools generally, so it is all the basic stuff. School uniform sometimes, and one of the major things is school, is, is sponsorship for the children that go to school. Oh, how would people do that then? The way we work it is it's a monthly donation, so it, it all goes through our site, it all goes through um, the gift aid as well, so it's £5 a month. Ongoing. Five pounds a Five month pounds will a sponsor month, yeah. a child out there. Yeah. And that's nothing, is it? Not at all. And that includes their school fees. It goes towards a uniform, a book bag and, and everything that goes with that for that year. So £60 a year. And do you sponsor a particular child? Do you know who this child is? Or is it a generic kind of five pound and um, we know that sponsors a child? I think you, you do know them because you receive a school report and you're told about them. We have caseworkers that work for us so what they do is they visit all of the children when it comes to school report time and they visit them sporadically through the year as well so you'll get something personalised from your your child I guess probably some of my friends that have got sponsored children get a little bit more interaction in terms of when I go I take a parcel to the family mm -hmm. so I actually meet their families um, quite often they donate rice so I get to give rice to the families and I get to see the children every year which is amazing 
It must be quite expensive for you, though, paying for all of this stuff going across in the plane with you. Yes, yeah, we do always have quite a lot of luggage. So this year we had 105 kilograms of luggage. <laughs> oh, my and goodness. And a three-year-old, so that was fun. Uh, but we do ship out, so it's it's probably about nine or ten pounds for a, a box that we ship out on a probably a monthly, two-monthly basis. Neil Whiteside and I are going to be going out to the Gambia to look at your project and another project as well. We're going out quite soon. What should we take with us when we're going out there? I would take school supplies. So pencils and pens, colouring pencils, colouring books. The, The stuff that children like, I would definitely take out for the school. If you're visiting the village, hopefully, which you will after, Mm -hmm. balloons, Um, Balloons? Yeah, balloons. Hours of fun. You don't even have to blow it up and tie it. They'll just play with balloons for... I'm kind of assuming these children don't have a lot of toys. They don't have any toys, really, no. They don't have anything? No. If anyone wants to get in touch with you and find out more about this, how would they go about that? We have a Facebook page, so you can find us on the Facebook page at Goal for the Gambia. Uh, You can message from there. We we are good at getting back, but obviously, bear in mind, we're small, so Mm. it may take us a few days to come back. Or alternatively, you can email myself and I can share information that way as well. Thank you very much for telling us about the work that you're doing, Joanna. And that was Lindaness talking to Joanna Bromwich.